so I just uh, re- read this card here. Huh? Oh, huh. These are the required points to express in your ad. Feel free to paraphrase and speak from your own experience. If you, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast, how about that, (laughs) with no minimum listenership. (laughs) It's uh, everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and a mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There, read your stupid card. Can I can I pull my pants up now? <laughs> Hola, fart knockers. It is I, the iridescent Iris. It appears your free coast Brandon is dead. I will take his place running this shit show until he is no longer dead. Here are some droning stories we managed to yawn out while he was alive. I hope it's as boring for you as it was for me. Roll the suckage. Whoa, it's time once again, you freaky fat fappin' fliggies, for the creepypasta corona! <laughs> do it. Do you have something you want? Something you wish for but simply cannot find or are too embarrassed to go out and get? Or something that's simply illegal to acquire in your country? There's a website titled Give a Little Take a Look. Located somewhere within the depths of the internet that can help you, friend. But there is no real easily accessible link to it. You must find it on your own. It's well worth it, though. Most of who have visited said that they found it on what is called the Deep Web. The unindexed part of the internet, but there have been reports of it being found on popular websites and forums. If you want to attempt to visit this website, you're going to have to know of its existence. Then you must make an active search. No finding it by chance. The link can usually be found on websites dealing with buying and selling so auction websites, warehouse sites, such as Amazon.com, but better chances come with lesser-known sites, as corporations usually delete the link when it surfaces, and even product review websites. The link will most likely be located in the comments section under an anonymous poster, or hidden within the website's interface, archives, or just the fine print. You'll know the link when you found it, click on it, and it'll probably redirect you through a few other websites first. The website itself varies in appearance. Some have described it nearly blank, bare bones site, while others say it was more decorated and stylized, with pictures usually revolving around the barter and trade. One individual described it as all the text written through JPEGs of letters, as though it was a ransom note. Though every single report shares the same basic features, a title reading, give a little, take a little, two text boxes, one blank, one titled specifications, an address zip code form, and a submit button. 
Now once you arrive, you may place the name of any item you desire in the text box. There are some restrictions, though. The item must be able to fit on your property. It can fit on your porch, lawn, mailbox, or even your living room. The item must exist. It cannot be a cure for cancer or a philosopher's stone. The item cannot be living. The item must be reasonable to transport and deliver. No asking for peace of the sun. A good rule of thumb is that if it is not deliverable via van or towing service, it is not viable for delivery. The item must not be unique. You cannot ask for the original Mona Lisa. The item cannot cause major disturbances. You cannot ask for the entirety of the contents of Fort Knox. TLDR! Don't ask for stupid shit! So knowing your parameters, enter your item and the address of delivery. Put any specifications on the delivery about the item or the specifications box. Once you are done, press submit and then exit the website. Then simply wait a few business days. Make sure to leave your door unlocked if you ask for delivery in your home. Or the gate unlocked if you want it on your lawn. The item you requested will arrive as long as you didn't ask for something not allowed by the above rules. Or made it impossible to deliver. But don't be surprised if something else goes missing, especially if it was of equal value as the thing you got. It could be a few dollars from your wallet, some jewelry, or even more expensive things like computers, TVs, and in one extreme case, a car. It might take longer to happen if you ordered them into a P.O. box. Don't try and stop it, and don't think it won't happen. You entered your address, remember? After all, it's give a little, take a little, right? Ha <laughs> ha! Well, that was terrible. It's a good thing I don't have wrists to slit. Here's another heap of nonsense by the flaming turd you call a host. The fog. And from the fog they came to find the souls of children to claim. The eldritch words of my grandfather, Ulus which are part of a lullaby he often sang to me before I would fall asleep as a child still echo through my mind from time to time. I still find it hard to forget the story, that of which the lullaby tells, especially around a certain time of year, the particular part of the year in which the night grows cold and the frost clings to the fallen leaves of trees. The time of year that the fog grows in and encloses around everything in your sight until you feel as if you are trapped in your own minuscule world. No matter where you go, though I am a man baby, of over two score years today, I still remember in full sense what a haunting feeling the fog would bring to me as a child each year. In fact, I don't think any number of aging years would allow for this fear that I still retain to subside one bit. The fog is still a horrific sight to me, and I still find it hard to get a good night's sleep during the frigid winter months of each passing year. I reside still in the house I was raised in. It is a farmhouse of three stories that sits in the center of the rural property in ten acres that has been passed down by my family through many generations since my ancestors' immigration to this country. The house itself is connected to the nearest public road by a long, dusty gravel driveway. Since I was a young lad, I have since noticed more and more that there is a strange ambience about the acres of orchards that surround my home. Something eerily strange and utterly weird. 
that I still have not yet to come to understand about the nature of things around this place. The trees are the same as I was a child, as is the vegetation that grows throughout. Even the birds I see fluttering about, as well as the critters I see scurrying along the ground, are all strangely familiar in appearance to those which I witnessed as a child. It is as if everything here is undying or is unaltered by time itself. I wouldn't expect anyone to believe such an unnatural concept such as this, and I have a hard time wrapping my head around it as well. Hell, if I hadn't cared to research the place of my residence throughout my years of life here, I probably wouldn't have even noticed. What I've come to know about the grounds on which my house was built and the property surrounding it is frightening. It does, however, give me some insight on the strange family lullaby Olus passed to sing to me. It has been a family tradition by a dozen generations past that the grandfather of the eldest born son of his own son must sing to the child a lullaby so that the grandchild will then sing it for his siblings and eventually his own grandson. The tradition is an odd one to explain to others, yes, but I once remember Olus telling me of the importance of the song. The lullaby itself is supposed to put the child to sleep, as most lullabies are intended to do, as well as protect the sleeping child's dreams. The latter, of course, made no sense to me as a child, though its importance is clear to me now. The song itself goes exactly like this. Little one, fall asleep If you want your soul to keep If not, then they will knock Not once, but twice Softly in the foggy night For from the fog they came To find souls of children to claim those words, coupled with the melody, is what makes a lullaby complete and the magic real. I say magic because it is truly a spell that enchants the other children of my family and allows for them to fall into deep, peaceful slumbers, protecting their innocent souls. This song must be sung lest their souls be stolen by the force of supernatural entities, demons. It does sound crazy, yes, but it has been learnt to me of out of my free will to learn that the house in which I live in today was erected atop an archaic burial ground of a primitive people old. The acres surrounding housing the lost spirits of fallen warriors from battles old and forgotten to most recorded history. Though thanks to the globalizing phenomenon that is the internet, I was able to shed some light on this history and not only in my own heritage, but of the lands on which my family has resided for generations. This has given me answers of a great many questions I have pondered over the course of my life. It explains the trees that do not die, the shadows and shapes that sometimes seem to shift and obscure before my eyes, as if I am a schizophrenic. Who said that? And the two raspy knocks on my window I once heard as a child the night that Olus had died, as no lullaby was sung to me that night. Demons at my window, and I dared not open at all that dreadful foggy night. I have never, nor will I ever, speak to anyone of the knocks I once heard in my bed as a wee one, except for in this story. For I fear, though I do not know for certain, of course, that doing so will break such a grounded tradition and shatter the ritual of my family that keeps our own children safe. For I wish not for any children of my family in the present or future to ever witness the horrible knocking on their windowpane. 
It was a traumatic experience for myself and has its effects to this day as I accredit most blame for my insomnia during the winter months to that one uncanny occurrence. I often find myself cursing such demons in my own mind as I lay in bed in cold nights. How much praying will it take to save my poor soul before I die? I will surely never know. The end! Oh, my head. Eris, what in the hell are you doing? Are you recording an episode by yourself? Brandon, you were dead. I wasn't dead, you ass clown. You just knocked me out over the head with a roll of Mentos. Oh shit, a zombie. I'm not a zombie. Ah! Mentos, the fresh maker. Bitch. How about Corby's, Mr. Taggart? I'd say you've had enough.